Well, more and more is happening every day, and it's very difficult to keep up if you're wanting to keep a running log of all the different happenings that have any particular bearing on the election or your salvation, for that matter. You know, the Bible says in Second uh, Peter 1 and verse 10, Therefore, brethren, this is in the New King James Version, I purposely chose... Uh, the New King James Version. Therefore, brethren, be more, even more diligent, even more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Of course, I could digress right here and get off into a real deep controversial Bible study to some about God's sovereignty and man's free will. Uh, these terms like predestination and election are in the Bible. And they're biblical terms and they have biblical meaning that should be considered and appreciated. But for today's podcast episode. This is the election part two. I'm doing a series on the election, trying to focus on the election itself. That word in the Greek uh, for election, if you were to look it up in the Strong's Concordance, it's uh, the word eklage, eklage, and it means the act of picking out or choosing. And then, of course, it goes on and uh, elaborates on, the Scripture does in the Strong's Concordance, on the Christian's election in Christ. Of course, Jesus Christ is the elect, uh, and that anyone in Him would be elect as well, by virtue of the fact that they are in Christ. Now, I could stop and teach on that, but I, what I want to do is segue from that idea of choosing or picking out to our election here in America coming up in November and the situation between uh, basically the incumbent President Trump and the running opponent, uh, Joe Biden, who any day now, maybe even today, is going to select, not elect, but select his running mate, and there's been so much speculation on who the running mate will be. We've got it narrowed down. It's going to be a woman and more than likely a woman of color, um, which may very well mean a black woman. And of course, in my view, a woman and a woman that is of a particular ethnicity is not of any particular uh, consequence. Uh, it doesn't make a person good or bad. Uh, I think what makes a person the proper choice would be the most uh, qualified, regardless of gender, regardless of race. And so that's not an issue with me. I remember having great admiration for Condoleezza Rice. And, uh, of course, her, uh, she being a, a conservative and a Republican. But, of course, she's a black woman and... Uh, in this case, this is likely what Joe Biden will settle on. But of course, this particular black woman is going to be liberal. And more than likely, it's going to be a name that you know well. 
lately, there's been four or five names that's come to the top of the hopper. <laughs> and uh, I see that in recent days, Susan Rice has been considered and bandied about as a possible running mate. Of course, she has her baggage with Benghazi, not to mention uh, other issues, her lying. And then uh, Kamala Harris, or Kamala Harris, who has her issues. And of course, she went toe-to-toe with Joe Biden on the debate stage, got into it with him, mixed it up with him. The others, of course, uh, seems like Elizabeth Warren has fallen way down in, in the possibility, uh, although some might consider her a woman of color because of her claim in the past of having Indian blood. Most do not think of her as a woman of color and affectionately call her Pocahontas. <laughs> wow. Uh, you're hearing the uh, notifications on my iMac, so hopefully that doesn't bother you too much. Um, try to get that turned off on the next podcast episode, but it's not a huge distraction for me if it's not for you. So back to the uh, choices for Joe Biden's running mate, uh, Stacey Abrams also being one that has been talked about. Um, several other women who... I don't think are nearly as well known. Uh, I could go into their names. There's two or three that I'm picturing. And you know, he may very well surprise us with, with one of those lesser known to the general public uh, of America, uh, one of the lesser known women. Uh, I remember when Sarah Palin was chosen as a running mate uh, as a vice presidential possibility that she made a huge splash uh, on the Republican side at first. And then, of course, gradually, uh, John McCain and Sarah Palin faded. And, uh, you know, they, didn't, they did not win the election. And Obama uh, got into office. So um, that's what happened then. So the reason we're talking about this election number two podcast episode today is to point out again that Joe Biden is a figurehead. He's a placeholder. He's a name that people have some familiarity with and some affection with. You know, he seems to be a nice guy, you know, a nice smile, and he's been around a while, and he's, he's made friends with certain people. But we know his mental state is not good, and he's basically going to do what he has, is told to do. And if he even makes it to the election... Um, his running mate will likely be, as I've already stated in podcast number one about the election, that that running mate is likely going to be the presidential candidate for all practical purposes. And then even if he were to win and be the president officially for some months or even a year or so, that running mate will have a great deal of um, say and 
will be standing by as they're already talking about to be ready for day one. Because they're, they even have their doubts. The Democrats have their doubts about Joe Biden. They don't want to say it too loud, but how can it not even be presumed that they do? So I just want to say that this scripture I read talking about our election in Christ for salvation, the kingdom of God, for eternal life, um, there's, princi there's principle there, the principle of choice, principle of making sure uh, that the election is firm for the Christian. And we could talk about the theology of that and the faith of that and your need for that. But I think it's also imperative, since we're living on earth in America where we have freedom of religion, that we make sure that this election goes right. So my friend, get out the vote. Make sure you get ready to go vote. And I did do a podcast on voter ID. You probably could call that election part 1B but I didn't call it that. So you might want to listen to that and election part one to go along with this podcast today. Uh, I see that when the uh, announcement is made, there's going to be some controversy that's stirred up, not only from alternative news media that question the woman that is chosen and her credentials and her motivation, but also from the side of the left who is going more and more extreme with their Marxist ideology. And in recent days, some of the primaries in local areas that include incumbent names that you know and uh, others that you did not know, the left is making a real strong push and having success in the Democratic primaries. Um, I don't know that they're having success everywhere, but they're having measured success, which is alarming to think that the socialist agenda, the Marxist agenda, is taking root in the uh, younger population. And I don't even know if they're privy to what all it means or if they even understand that they are... Uh, hitching their horses to that Marxist wagon. But that's what's happening. And so this woman that, that is chosen will have a huge amount of Marxism interlaced in her speech patterns and in her ideologies and in her promotion and pressuring on the presidential candidate, Joe Biden. So basically, it's coming down to this. You're going to be voting for America or a Marxist uh, direction. And uh, I'm going to say more in the next podcast election part three. But I want to begin to wrap this up. I want you to understand that you need to get out and vote. You need to pray. You need to encourage your friends to vote. And don't try to talk with fools. Fools aren't going to listen to you. If someone is sincerely uh, inquiring or listens or will talk with you and you can tell that they have a, an openness to hearing truth, then first of all, inform yourself, and then uh, you can talk with that person uh, in a reasonable way. 
And many people are being swayed. You know, there's, there's a whole movement called uh, Blexit. Uh, Candace Owens is leading that movement. There's another movement called Walk Away. These are Democrats that are leaving the Democratic Party because of the direction that the Democratic Party has taken in the last uh, couple of years. And you could say for the last 10 to 15 years, you, you can go back and start to pick out when it began to veer and how it got further and further from those that had been traditional Democrats, their grandpa and their grandma's Democratic Party, you know, back when John F. Kennedy was president, for instance, uh, and how it's really veered, even from when Bill Clinton was president and when Barack Obama became president, he said, we're fundamentally going to change this country, and that's what he set out to do, and they're still trying to do that, and that's why it's taking the direction of Marxism. So when it comes to making elections sure, don't just be so sure that just because of whatever particular statistics you are privy to or your gut feeling or uh, your hopes that President Trump is going to win uh, the election if the church, the people of God, um, and also those that aren't maybe Christians, but they're conservative politically, don't use their energy and their effort to make sure that they've done everything they can to make sure that this president has another term. I think it's vitally important to make sure that this election goes the way it's supposed to. Now, if everybody does that, it very well could be a landslide. But if you have a lot of mushy-kneed, (laughs) mossy-backed, let's just say rubbery uh, backboned people that are fearful and afraid or complacent people that just act like, you know, they, they make no difference or it's not going to make any difference, then it may be very, very close, especially with this attempt to cheat with this voter fraud that they, it looks like they're setting up not only with their verbiage, but also with this push for mail-in uh, voting for the whole 50 states, United States of America. So let's make sure the calling that we have is certain so that we can make sure that this election is sure. God bless you. Have a great day. Let's pray for the president. Bye.